Welcome to the HMO Success Podcast. My name's Wendy, and this podcast will help you invest in houses of multiple occupation. So today I am visiting a fantastic brand new HMO. Uh, this is Sarah's HMO. Hi, Sarah. Come say hi. Hi, Wendy. Hi. How, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. Very good. It's very exciting, isn't it? This is so exciting. I can't believe it. What an incredible transformation you made on this property. Yeah, really, really pleased. I think it goes above and beyond my expectations very much. I'm absolutely astonished. I came to see this house, ooh, was it eight months, a year ago? No, it wasn't that long. No, maybe it wasn't. Six months ago. ago. So at the time, came into the front door and it was a through lounge diner. So, so Sarah, you have just completely transformed. Let's talk about the downstairs to start with. So, so what, what, what's it like now? What have you done downstairs? So we've um, we put a corridor in going through into the kitchen and we've got two uh, bedrooms now. Uh, one at the front with a lovely uh, three uh, bay window. Uh, very big room, lovely room. It's absolutely beautiful and light. And if you hear the sort of crackling in the background, please, lads, carry on. Don't let us stop you. Uh, yes. um, they're just um, unzipping all the bedding and putting the mattresses on the bed and putting the um, putting off the plastic of all the furniture. So that's what you can hear in the background. We'll leave you in peace, chaps. Um, okay, brilliant. Then we come through here. So this is in the second bedroom downstairs. So this is a little bit smaller than the other one, um, but it looks out into the back, which is nice. Yeah, and lots yeah. of good light into this room as well. And the corridor that we've built that actually leads into the kitchen, we've uh, made sure that we've soundproofed this. And the front and the uh, front and the back of the the uh, buildings, we've made sure that we've got um, got insulation uh, front and rear of the property. So actually, it's really warm in here. It's incredibly yeah, warm. Yeah. Is the is the heating on? It's only on low, yeah, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be very efficient when uh, when the tenants actually move in. Yeah, absolutely lovely. That's a great idea about the soundproofing as well, because that wouldn't have been an absolute requirement, but you chose to put it in, didn't you? We did, yeah. I, th- I think it's only fair that if, if, if there's a corridor there going into the kitchen, we, don't, we wouldn't want anybody to complain about the noise. Yeah, great idea. So let's just move into the kitchen. Now, when I came here last year, it wasn't too bad, the kitchen, was it? It was one of those kitchens where you thought it's been used. It wasn't brand new. Um, the room itself is lovely and big. You can probably hear the sound echoing because it's, it's beautifully and bit beautiful, big room. Um, but you, ch- you changed it out, Sarah. And I came this morning and saw, oh, a brand new kitchen. What, what made you do that? Because all the rest of the house was so beautiful, our builder is has been done such a good job. When you come into the kitchen, it was just a disappointment, and um, it needed new appliances anyway because the appliances, the built-in appliances, were just very poor really um and the builder said look let's get a quote to see for the kitchen and we said right yeah let's just go for it and it's really made the difference i'm really pleased that it, it we, we we've done what we've done i think it does absolutely give a kind of facelift to the whole house actually doesn't it and uh i think because you've got the rest of the, the house completely refurbed uh, it would have been a bit of a contrast should it we would, say it wouldn't would it definitely be a contrast yes yeah now, this kitchen is lovely because with it being a, a Victorian-style property, you've also got great storage, which can be sorely lacking in a lot of HMOs. Um, so it's just an understairs cupboard at the moment, isn't it? How, how is this area going to be used, do you think, Sarah? I, I think probably just the ironing board and the hoover and things. Um, but it's not just a little cupboard. It, it really does go back a long way, doesn't it? So uh, 
if we need to get an, another fridge or something, we could put it in there. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's a really good use for it. Um, but you've obviously got a nice big fridge freezer there um, and you've got all your other appliances in here. So that's great. And then as we move back towards the end of the building, towards the back of the building, uh, this is a very nice little area here, isn't it? What, what are you going to call this area? Oh, the laundry area <laughs> or the boot room. <laughs> You're going to have posher tenants than I've got. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good area because the um, the washer and the, and the dryer are just out of the way of the kitchen, um, and they can put the shoes there as well. So uh, yeah, it's a nice little area. You could even have some kind of dryer here, couldn't you? You know, like a clothes dryer that you could stick yes. up, and then they yeah. could dry dry yeah. clothes on that as well. And then at the back, you've got the the refurbished shower room as well. We have, uh, so yeah. tell us about this and how you how you got the sanitary ware and and designed everything. Yeah, I must say the the shower the original shower room was very poor um and it really had to be all redone so we went to town mountain in tunstall and i know they do online really good deals um i think everything that we made sure we, we kept looking at the budget and we were able to source really not they weren't cheap but a really good price for what we've what we've got we're really pleased with it I can see that you have done a lot of sourcing of items, a lot of hard work yourself, Sarah, in trying to, uh, you know, cut down costs wherever you can. Uh, what tips would you give to other people who are maybe starting out in HMOs or thinking about their next refurb, but worried about sourcing materials or, um, you know, getting the best price on things? Can you give anybody any sort of hints and tips about how you did it? I think I think it's just just speaking to people, just going in. I, I looked online. Um, I, asked the tiles actually we we asked for some tiles to be delivered not realizing the company was actually in stoke where where we live near um and then they actually they've actually um started doing bathroom mounting and that's going to be opening soon as well so i um networked with a really nice guy harry and uh, we had a really good relationship so he was emailing look we've got these toilets in they're on offer you need to get down here now so it was just really building relationships with people and having a really good relationship with our builder as well because he knows quite a few people that and he knew that we were on a budget so he helped uh, with some of the things as well excellent that's really helpful i think that um for other people who are doing this that's r some really good advice there builders often do have fantastic networks and we don't often make the most of them do we now as we go up the stairs you can hear us uh, on this lovely soft beautiful brand new carpet i perhaps should have taken my shoes off sarah but there i did check they're they're absolutely fine <laughs> yes that's it <laughs> shoe covers um so this is the back room now yeah. this is entirely different from how i remember it what did you have to do to this room to make it work this was the smallest room and i was quite concerned this wasn't going to be big enough but there's a, a as we come straight up the stairs, the bathroom was on the right hand side, so we knocked all the wall down and, and built new walls, and now it's an ensuite, so it's smaller, and the bedroom's a little bit bigger. So you've in effectively incorporated what was the family bathroom into the back bedroom, so that you could turn that into an ensuite. Correct. Yes. Which is very imaginative and very clever, and still meets minimum room standards. It certainly does. Yes. <laughs> and that's another tip, really, that at near the beginning of the build, we, we got the HMO officer down, really helpful, gave us loads of tips before we even started. 
Yeah. And that's actually the key to, as you said earlier about relationships when it comes to sourcing materials, but also when it comes to making sure that you're you know, hitting all the compliance standards. Um, that, that's a key part is to make sure you get the right people in first. So we're now in the middle upstairs bedroom. So it's got five bedrooms in total. Five bedrooms, yeah. And uh, you've got, so upstairs, all three rooms have got en suites. Yes. And then downstairs, they're sharing the, the shower room downstairs, aren't yeah. they? So we built two new en suites. The, this middle bedroom had massive sliding doors in, and, and it was a children's bedroom. I think there was two children here, so there was a lot of stuff in. And again, I thought, oh, is it going to be big enough? Uh, and we were going to have the chimney breasts removed. But actually, when you, if you can see past the clutter of other people's um, home, um, once we'd removed the doors, the room is really big. Um, and as I say, we, uh, we, we've been able to uh, build an ensuite going into the front bedroom. So that's a really interesting way of doing it. So just, can you tell us a bit more about how you did that? So we're in this middle room and what I can see is I can see the, the chimney breast, the bed is here, you've got a bit of furniture, um, which is just being unpacked and sorted out. And then there's a door in the back wall. Now that looks like it could be a door to Narnia or somewhere equally exciting. But in fact, when you open it, which I'm just going to go and do, we come into the ensuite shower room, which is absolutely beautiful. So this ensuite shower room, though, wasn't originally part of this second bedroom, was it? No. So what we've done, we've knocked through the wall into the front bedroom, and then we've created two new ensuites in the front bedroom because the front bedroom was just ginormous and still is the biggest uh, bedroom in the house even with the two new one suites in <laughs> so, yeah. so that's a clever way of doing it isn't it to slightly adjust the the uh, the balance if you like between the rooms by knocking through from a slightly smaller room into a bigger room and thus creating an ensuite uh, almost that's a kind of knock through into the other room and I love that light over the bed that's very good, isn't it? That's that's. Uh... I would say it's taken me about uh, two hours to source the lights, because <laughs> again, on the budget, you know, I was looking on Amazon, and there were there was, and when you're buying five of everything, you can see where you 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 know your your budget starts going away with you, mm. uh, and I've got a budget in mind, and I was determined not to go over the that budget, um, so yeah, so we we found them, uh, really pleased with them. Nice, nice little sort of box lights with the light going up and down, so beautiful. Um, and then you've got a cupboard on the landing. Yeah, that's another good storage space there. And then we come into the penthouse. <laughs> The front room. So this is lovely. It's got uh, dual aspect windows, so it looks out over the street. Again, lots of light. Uh, all, all the furniture's in here now. Plenty of space. Beautiful big room, and uh, a lovely ensuite to boot. So this is a lovely room, Sarah. It isn't is. It? Yeah, I think the builder wanted to move in here. <laughs> he he likes this room. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a, a lovely room. Um, I think with the with the carpet, nice underlay, so it it feels quiet as well. There is a seven bed HMO next door. But because of where the en-suites are, it's almost that you're detached. Absolutely. I think you do definitely feel that every room actually is quite private from the next one, even though they are next to each other. Um, but the layout of the house really adds to the fact that you, you feel that each room is almost like a hotel room. It's, there's a lot of sense of soundproofing. 
there's a separation uh, and it, it just feels like a beautiful a beautiful finish the finish the, the building is lovely Sarah now a couple of features that I've noticed which are quite unusual first of all the doors you have got solid, solid are they solid oak, oak doors yes, that must have cost you a pretty penny Whew, didn't the budget go out the window on that one <laughs> no we were again very very lucky had a really good relationship with with our builder and he um was purchasing quite a lot of materials for another for his next project and um, because he, he was purchasing so many he got these doors at the same price as the a normal fire door uh so yeah we were lucky that we and, got these and he passed that that saving on to you he did yeah that's very good yes. this is where having a yeah. good builder makes all the difference yeah. and we're not sharing his details are we <laughs> Um, and then the other thing is actually on the doors, rather than having uh, Euro locks or standard uh, door locks with a key, you've gone for um, sort of number padlocks, haven't you? Yeah, that was a request. We, we've actually, we let the property probably back in October um, and it's going to, to a charity and they've requested that. Um, and again they they have cost a little bit more than you can get them a lot cheaper but we, we just want to make sure that uh, we're getting the right things especially with them being on oak doors um and I, I, although it's taken quite a bit of time to source and, and you know i've sat there and trawled through um google and things i because it's our first property we will know for next time straight away where we're going to go so if you can put the you know, the time in with your first property you've got it all there for your next one and you can do your budget more accurately for you for your next ones going forward as well so what is going to happen now what what's the next step for this property uh, well, we've got a bottle of champagne on ice for this evening. So that's probably the first thing. Um, we hand the keys over to the charity on Monday. Um, so we're literally finishing it today and, and tomorrow. And we'll be handing the keys over on, on Monday. And we're, we, we are looking for our next one. It's so exciting. I think you've done incredibly well for your first HMO and to have it rented out before you even finished it is quite an amazing achievement. Now, Sarah, there might be people listening who are thinking, well, I'd like to get a better return on my money. Um, you know, I'd like to maybe talk to Sarah, find out about what she's doing, see if I could help her on her journey. Um, there might be people listening who've got a pot of cash to invest, perhaps where they live, property is very expensive. And while, of course, we've all seen property prices go up, I think that in Stoke and South Cheshire, North Staffordshire, there's still pretty reasonable prices for, uh, for what you get for your money. So in terms of what you're looking for with your your next project I mean do you have an idea of the kind of returns you're you're going to be getting from this one and what you want to copy in your next one have you done the figures and the maths yet uh, yes absolutely yes <laughs> uh, almost every other day I'm, I'm on the spreadsheets so I'm checking the budget and, and checking the returns so we know what we can get for for this one uh, what the returns going to be so uh, our next one we, we would want the same or actually the the property we've got in mind um, could be a six or maybe even seven beds. So it wow. could be a little bit more. Yeah. So do you mind me asking what projected monthly profit you're looking to make on this one? I'd say about 1200. So that's amazing. And do you mind me asking what you paid for it? 105,000. And how much is the refurb cost? About 60. So you, you haven't had it revalued yet. Nope. That's the next step. Um, we'll see then how much money you leave in or 
maybe take it all out. That would be a very, another bottle of champagne would be on ice for that well, day. There, there is another HMO uh, just literally around the corner and that's a five bed, but it hasn't got en suites. Uh, I haven't been in, but I've just seen the pictures and, and it's not all brand new. And that was up for about 140. So I think with the en suites and what we've done, I think we would... Uh, yeah, get yeah, what we need. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. So, you've also got a brand new brand for your property company. What's it called? We have Hoogar Hives. Hoogar Hives. Hoogar Hives. Hives. Yes, and have yes. You got a Limited. We haven't got a website yet. We've got Instagram. Um, I've. Uh, I'm not very good on social media. That's probably something. Uh, I'm good at getting outdoors and things. <laughs> <laughs> not very good. On well, that's what media. actually counts. Let's face yeah. it. So, um, yeah. So check. Uh, I've, uh, a friend of mine is going to be uh, updating the uh, she's coming to do some photos and things and she's going to be updating uh, Hoogar Hives um, over the weekend brilliant, so brilliant. Yeah. so people can get in touch with you that way um, we can put your details at the end of the in the podcast notes as well um, but yeah fantastic returns we can put some numbers down as well so if anyone's interested and I'm sure you'd be interested to hear from anybody who might be get, wanting to get a better return on their cash Definitely. that is not doing much in the bank at the moment yeah. uh, get in touch with Sarah well done Sarah I wish I could join you for a glass of champagne <laughs> but I'm afraid I can't I'm driving I will, I will <laughs> just thank my husband because uh, although I, I sit there with the spreadsheets and things um it, it's definitely been a, a joint we, we were a team and uh, we we just got different strengths so uh, it's been nice to, to do something um with my husband and we're really excited for, for the future we're, we're ready to go on to the next stage well it's, yeah, it's stage in life that, <laughs> that you know that number with a zero on the end so, uh, so yeah we're definitely well, I think what you and your husband have achieved in this particular project has been absolutely amazing. And I think if this is the way you start, who knows where it's going to get to. So, you know, big congratulations to you, Sarah. Absolutely wonderful. And uh, we look forward to finding out about your very next project. And just want to thank Wendy Whittaker-Large and Ian as well, because the, there is no way I'd have done it. We, we would just wouldn't have done it without join, joining the mentoring group. There's absolutely no way. Um, you gave us the information that we needed the confidence because you know that there is a lot to it so any question that we got however small you were always there with the answer so it would you really were our safety blanket so thank you too as well you're very welcome thank you for listening to the hmo success podcast if you'd like to know more about how you can create a profitable hmo business please visit our website hmosuccess.co.uk to find out more We have plenty of free tools and information for you there and also on our Facebook group, The Ultimate HMO Success System. We look forward to connecting with you very soon. Thanks for listening.